All right, and the votes are in. We have one vote for not spoiling. One vote for spoiling. Another vote for not spoiling. One more for spoiling. And another more for spoiling. Another one for spoiling. Spoiling. The following podcast contains spoilers for Putney Swope. You have been warned. Everybody and welcome back to another episode <laughs> of KFR News Radio. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is your host Glenjamin Button, along with your. <laughs> Are you trying to elongate it that way? <laughs> no, but after that first one, I lost my breath. <laughs> it just, it didn't only went downhill. Oh my god, that was uh, hilarious. Oh man, uh, How you hey, doing? hey everybody, what's up? Hey, uh, I don't know if he said my name, but it's, I'm I like, did, like a I did, but it was okay. it was more of me losing my breath. And you're going to been button just so uh, people know. But uh, yeah, how you doing? I'm I'm not bad, other than you know my lungs just giving in. Uh, I'm not doing too bad. How are you? You're like you? that kid in the 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 wheelchair bound kid in uh, Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> it, it was bad. Yeah. Oh. Uh. But what have you been up to this week? Hey, I know. Listen, uh, other than not watching many movies, yeah. um, I'm working, very disappointed in you. I'm disappointed. Not, not only have well. you not watched many movies, mm-hmm. but you haven't been sharing them on our Instagram. I know. I'm just a, well. The the one was uh, well, we watched together. So yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, you. You do that for us. Okay. It's, it's delightful. I should give you a kiss on the cheek one day for that. <laughs> So, uh, the first movie uh, I watched, we mm-hmm. watched together, which was Scream, the new Scream, uh, the requel, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched that in good old theaters. Uh, we have a review for that on our YouTube channel. I worked hard on it. He did it, work. It was pretty good. Hard. It was pretty, go- pretty good. Pretty uh, good. Someone called and tried to kill my family, but, mm-hmm. you know. No I, idea who it would be. He was trying to ask me movie trivia, and I got him all right, so didn't kill my family after all. Uh, but you yeah. did get lucky. Yeah, well, yeah, I did. I did get lucky. Uh, so yeah, check out uh, our review for Scream on YouTube. Uh, then, as you all know probably by now, I am working my way through the thousand one movies you must watch before you die or must see mm-hmm. before you die. Doing a little series on that. I watched one called El Topo. El I Topo. talked to you a little bit about this on Saturday, Glenn. Yep. Um, it's a Mexican film that's like a western. Uh, it's one of those. It felt like an ego movie where the writer-director is also the star of it, and he makes himself look way more badass than he probably is in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing, and I still can't wrap my head around it, uh, he's an outlaw going through the desert. Uh, they never specify where, but let's just say Mexico because it's a Mexican film. Mm-hmm. Going through the desert. And he's got a naked kid with him. Of course. And it's not like... It's never creepy. It's never just like, oh, he's got a naked kid with him. This kid's in trouble. Like you, you always feel like the kid's safe. The kid is very comfortable with being naked. Yeah. But but why is he naked? But why is the kid naked? How much sunscreen does he have on? <laughs> 
you know, down Why in possible is he Mexico, it's, it's, it's going to get real hot on the skin. Glenn, I need to good. know where his clothes I are. I we all know. need to know. You were I, definitely a confused boy when you told me this I'm the first time. I'm still confused about it. I've <laughs> thought about it every single day since I watched since I watched it five days ago. Yeah. And I still can't wrap my head around it. What is the point? They never explain what the point is. I don't get it. It's But anyway, that movie, the first hour and a half is really good. And then it continues like it. It it has an ending at the like 90 minute mark about. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, that was a good movie. But then it keeps going and just completely ruins that. What the heck? Yeah, I hate it when movies do that. Um, So, yeah, there's. There's that. Uh, then I watched Chloe, one of Chloe Zhao's uh, earlier movies, Songs My Brothers Taught Me. Uh, this is about um, these uh, indigenous kids living on a reservation and everything uh, in modern times. And mm-hmm. um, it's good. Okay. Uh, it's with Chloe Zhao. She's kind of hit and miss where, like, you know. Some of her films are very powerful. Others are just like experiences with kind of a story, but not really. Yeah. This was one of those, um, you know, good movie overall, but nothing that's probably going to be super memorable. I honestly in I my don't mind. Even know how many of her movies I have seen. I think I've only seen Songs My Brother Taught Me, yeah. uh, Nomadland, and Eternals. Let's yeah, see. Technically, too, for me, Nomadland and Eternals. Yeah, let me see how many of hers I've seen. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she I've, actually hasn't even made that many. That's crazy. Yeah, she's she's pretty uh, a pretty young director. Um, but yeah, it's like it's it's solid, but mm-hmm. it's not it's nothing that's gonna wow you or or it didn't wow me at least. Um, uh, but I I did like how uh you know is is involved indigenous uh culture and actors and everything, mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool. Uh, then I continued with my thousand one movies and I watched a, uh, a pair of documentaries that are kind of like sister documentaries. Yeah. Um, the first one, I actually watched the second one first cause I didn't know there was a first one until like they referenced the first one in the second one. Oh wow. Uh, so the first one is, uh, Eileen life and the first one I watched, which is the second one, Eileen life and death of a serial killer, mm-hmm. which is about Eileen Wernos. Uh, and her execution, the um, quote-unquote first female serial killer, as they continue to reference her throughout this, even though that is not true. You're telling uh, me that wasn't Susan Sarandon on the cover of that? No, no, that's I'm not Susan Sarandon. looked just like her. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Eileen Warnos. Uh, there's a, a movie about her called Monster with... Um, uh, Christina Ricci doesn't play her. She plays her, her uh, girlfriend. Oh, God, why can't I remember her name? This uh, South African... Uh, Charlize Theron. Oh, yes. Um, I, I don't know why I couldn't remember. She plays her, and she, I think she won an Oscar for it, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah, she won an Oscar for it. Uh, really good. Monster's a really good movie. Uh, yeah, and, Monster. That's I was trying to think of it. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, that's that's not Susan Sarandon. That's Eileen Warrenos. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- uh, the... the- the one you put on Instagram, it for some reason it looked just like Susan Sarandon. Oh no, I I, I totally that, see it. Yeah, I totally see it. Uh, then <laughs> the first one that I watched second is Eileen Warnos, the selling of a serial killer, mm-hmm. uh, which was this was made while she was still going through the court systems and getting the death penalty, and mm-hmm. about how uh, like a bunch of cops and people she knew are kind of like 
exploiting the whole situation to get money from movie deals and everything, uh, which there used to be a law called the Son of Sam law, which uh, said that uh, like criminals could not benefit off of their crimes mm-hmm. financially. Yeah. Um, that was overturned in 1991, a year before she was arrested. Uh, so she, she was trying to exploit the shit out of it. Yeah. As were cops, as were her her friends and family. Uh, yeah. The problem I have with these two documentaries, uh, two things. The director, who also narrates it, mm-hmm. has the worst narration voice ever. <laughs> Just imagine Werner Herzog, but if he wasn't poetic and soothing. Jesus. Like, kind of like deadpan the whole time. Well, but not poetic that. and soothing That's like Werner Essentially, uh, it's it, I, I don't know. He he needs he needs voiceover training, in my opinion. <laughs> um, it, it was just it was just bad. Uh, and then another thing is that like, and this has been my problem with Eileen Warnos for the I I you know you kind of joked about this uh, when we saw House of Gucci. You know mm-hmm. how you don't get the idea of people like liking true crime. I find serial killers interesting because i think it's interesting the i like the uh, psychiatry of it like how someone yeah. could be so apathetic to life and that they would become that kind of person and every single person uh every single book i've read every single article i've read has always said that eileen warnos was given a crap deal hmm and uh, they they always reference her her life and how hard her life was and how she was abused. Uh, literally, if if you ask me, that's sexist because literally every single serial killer that is on the books has been found and is on the books has some history of abuse in their life. Mm-hmm. Why are they trying to be sympathetic to the female, the woman serial killer? Yeah, uh, but not the men serial killer like you can be sympathetic of someone's i'm not i'm not against them being sympathetic but it's only her that anyone's ever sympathetic for yeah it's never ted bundy who was abused and uh might be the product of incest it's never jeffrey dahmer who was abused and might you know Mm -hmm. was bullied for being gay and everything what if Uh, it's just because there's so many of the men that there's just like not as many you know the women cases at least well i think it's just people people generally victimize women no matter what happens to them Mm -hmm. uh and you know i i think i'm not saying that she doesn't deserve sympathy for her life before she became a murderer yeah but you got to balance it out like Mm -hmm. ted bundy had a shit childhood jeffrey dahmer had a jeffrey dahmer had a more stable childhood but was still pretty shit yeah uh ed gein had a shit childhood they all had shit childhoods Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the thing that pushed Eileen Wernos over the edge were products of her own choices of becoming a prostitute and everything. Yeah. So in a way, she is the one that forced herself to be put in a position where she wanted to kill people. Mm-hmm. Again, she deserves sympathy. Everyone deserves sympathy. Even, But why is she the only one? I don't get it. It, it goes so far as like no them idea. saying that... She, I, I'm against the death penalty, but they they are like in, insisting that like she was doing it in self defense. It's like okay, once, twice, maybe self defense. Seven times in one year, <laughs> no way that is self defense. That's a uh, that's a lot of self defense yeah. going on and there. Like after, if it is question mark. if it is after the second time you have to kill someone in self defense, maybe mm-hmm. question your 
your career choice. Yeah. Um, you know, being a prostitute and everything who is like a hitchhiking prostitute, not even one with a pimp. She's a hitchhiking prostitute. So anyway, that's my soapbox. It's something that bothers me. And I know like, yes, these document uh, documentaries were made during the thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but he it's so clear that she is mentally ill again yeah. against the death penalty, especially for people who are mentally ill. But he's he's just like like an hour into the second documentary, which was the first one I watched. He's like, I'm starting to think that maybe she wasn't doing it in self defense. It's like, yeah, no shit. Uh -huh, look at that. No <laughs> shit. You've been talking to her for for t ten years, and you're just now getting that. What the fuck is wrong with you guy? <laughs> anyway, he's that, clearly that professional. Me <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm not an expert in serial killers, but I read up a lot on them. And yeah, the, her, her story was not new to me when I watched these. So mm -hmm. it was just very frustrating to watch. Anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> then I watched Putney Swope. Putney Swope. Which we're going to get into in a minute. Uh, I don't think we have any news. Is that correct? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. So <laughs> let's get into Putney Swope. That's it. One vote for Elias. One vote for Bessinger. Nine votes for Swope. Swope! You don't have to accept. It's a terrible job. Don't take it, Swope! The man's been elected and you voted for him. We all voted for him. Because we thought no one else would vote for him. Putney Swope is the new chairman of this board. And I will defend that mistake with my life. Uh, the board of directors at a Medicine Avenue ad agency must elect a new chairman. In the maneuvering to make sure that enemies don't get votes, all the members accidentally cast their ballot for the board's token black man, Putney Swope. Yep. <laughs> Written and directed by Robert Downey Sr., a prince. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, starring Arnold Johnson, Stan Gottlieb, Alan Garfield... Archie Russell. Mel Brooks is in there for like half a second. Is I he think really? I, saw. I, I think didn't... I saw that. Let's see. Let me see if, I, if, if I'm making that. Yeah, Mel Brooks is Mr. Forget It. He might have just been a voice. Uh, I don't remember seeing him, but I also wasn't looking for him. Yeah. And then I saw that he's on there. Um, <laughs> it's definitely easy to just, obviously, as, as I did, miss him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was, of was course, that? yeah, I don't know. This was ch uh, chosen. Yes, he did his job. Yeah, you forgot him. <laughs> uh, this was chosen by our streaming uh, streaming roulette. And mm -hmm. if we're honest, this is probably going to be a short podcast because we don't we discuss we don't really there's, have too much to say. It's it's very hard to talk about. First off, there's not much information on it that much at all. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's, it's definitely a, a funny movie for sure. Yeah. Uh, even uh, Robert Downey Sr. dubs over uh, Arnold Johnson's voice for the whole thing, which which flew me for one for a hot 10 or 20 minutes because I was like, that, that voice does not match that man. Yeah. At yeah. all. <laughs> so, like, after 10 minutes, I'm like, I got to look this up. There's no way that's not dubbed over. And then, uh, lo and behold, it was the prince himself dubbed over Arnold Johnson's voice, which found out this was his actual, uh, what looks like on IMDb, first movie. 
So, uh, so I, yeah. I guess he forgot most of his lines during the almost most of the movie. So Downey Senior was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna do this myself." Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, this is like a very surreal um, parody or satire mm-hmm. of of uh, America and capitalism and all that. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's it's something that I thought was really funny in the beginning. And the further it went, the less funny it got. Like, it had a very strong start uh, and was pretty funny. And, you know, towards the end, things were thrown in to make it funny again. Yeah. Um, but the, the whole idea of, you know, Putney Swope being voted in uh, because people were afraid that other people would be voted in was hilarious. That board seemed, uh, that boardroom sequence with the CEO dying. Yeah. <laughs> While doing charades, and the guy just kept yelling, "How many syllables, Mario?" Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I guess we'll never know." Yeah, <laughs> and then they just move on with life. Yeah, it, it it has a lot of really funny moments. Uh, the the surrealness of the beginning was really funny. Mm-hmm. You know, them paying what was it like twenty five thousand dollars for a guy to come in, speak for ten seconds, and then leave. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of really stupid, funny, and also somewhat believable albeit exaggerated moments about like a marketing firm in there um that i thought were hilarious uh but it it definitely overstayed its welcome for me at least um and i I found myself getting a little bored towards the end but yeah i mean a lot of solid movie yeah it's it was it was definitely a solid movie but it it was basically just a lot of jokes and a lot of uh you know just talking shit to the other people around mm-hmm. Putney himself. He's like, who are you? Don't care. Just, you know, a lot of shit like that that happened for, you know, a good hour. And after. firing everyone. Yeah, firing a lot of people. All funny moments. But yeah. it, it was a lot of, you know, re- repeating itself. There was one line that actually had me dying because I just was not expecting it. Uh, one of when he's getting like interviewed by there's like a shit ton of you know I guess you would call them not really paparazzi they weren't taking his pictures but just a shit ton of like news people asking him questions and one of them goes Mr. Swope is it is it true that you slept with your wife before before you married her and he's like not a wink <laughs> and I was just not expecting that in the slightest and I just started dying yeah it, yeah. it does surprise you a lot with those you know random funny like one-liners is that i always had a good laugh ready in store for you for sure but it it, it is for sure that it, it it was probably way longer than it even needed to be yeah i mean it's it's not even long to begin with it's mm-hmm. uh 84 minutes an hour 24 minutes um a lot of it a big chunk of it probably a total of like 15 20 minutes mm-hmm. is just uh commercial interludes of the commercials they're making yeah uh, which were oftentimes the best part um now that you we're talking about it, if, an air conditioner oh yeah you you can't eat air conditioners <laughs> uh just with stupid lines like that um i'm trying to think what my favorite one was i i can't quite remember it uh but it was I, it was like the first commercial I think it was with the um, Miss Redneck New Jersey or something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I, I I don't remember what happens. It just ends with someone being pied, and it's for She's a like, chicken pot pie commercial. They're they're talking about something. He's like, you say twenty five words about you know about the the world or something or what you think. 
And she's like, ah, blah, 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 something, something. These people should get a piece of the action. And he's like, well, uh, Marie or whatever her name was. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. A piece of the pie. Bah! Smacks her with a pie. He's like, I never thought she'd get there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so random. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it also has like this weird subplot of the president mm-hmm. who is a little person. Uh with like this weird bald guy like what was that about did you i follow that sh- he he was an investor in you know i guess uh putney's you know business and uh to be honest i wasn't exactly paying too much attention to it yeah uh, but he i guess he was an investor and wanted putney to involve himself in something specifically and just kept calling him and putney being putney just kept turning everybody down and even the president um the bald guy, speaking of which, the bald guy had me dying because, you know, the, the bald guy in John Wick 3, um, Mark, Mark uh, Dacascus? The one who's a fan of John Wick? Yeah. Yeah. He, I'm sitting there like, if this movie was ever remade, Mark Dacascus would be that guy. Absolutely. Right there. And then they easy had, uh, they had um, the 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 bald black man in the white suit with sunglasses yeah. uh, morpheus himself yep uh <laughs> look like yaya abdul mateen mm-hmm. the second uh I, there's a lot of really memorable characters in this uh the characters are more memorable than the story honestly like yeah it's a, a it's, lot of the jokes and the characters are just the, the definitely the best parts about yeah. it uh i mean it's a fun movie it's mm-hmm. definitely goofy uh, I am very curious as to why Robert Downey credits himself as a prince. Um, I think he's done, he's done that his whole life. I guess he's just been a, you know. Yeah, I know he's kinda, an eccentric person. Yeah, that. But I guess thief is not a great word to say, but you know, a prince shall you yeah, say? Yeah, a prince. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I again, I don't have too much to say really. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, that, I I remember what my favorite commercial is now. It's uh, the cereal one where it's just a shot of a, a family eating cereal and it zooms mm. in on the man and it's like giving all this like product information. And then the dad, the man just goes, I didn't fucking know that. Or <laughs> stuff that the, yeah. I don't even remember what the exact it, one it, is. It, it had funny. so many zingers and just deadpan funny ass moments. Yeah, but. yeah. It's, it's, oh, I think man. it would have been better as just like a medium length short, like 30, yeah. 45 minutes. Um, but, yeah, it's or or at least something more intriguing in the plot to make it feel like it's not just all that it was. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't really have anything mm. else to say. It's a yeah. fun movie. I'm I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, uh, for sure. If it were on anywhere or one of my friends wanted to watch it, I'd probably watch it again. Mm-hmm. But it's you know It'd definitely probably be better with a friend too. Yeah, it probably would be. Just we laugh, watch it laugh. We should watch it together. Laugh sure. with each yeah. other about these things. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say. All right. Yeah, Same. nice short episode. Nice short so, episode. does Putney Swope become a little chef boy with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden? Uh, this was a streaming one. Mm-hmm. So who goes first? I'm going to make you go first, Clint. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, where George Lucas family film or whatever, whoever resurrected this, I am glad they did it. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I watched it. But uh, I don't know if I'd exactly put it on our shelf or not. There was nothing that intrigued me like that necessarily greatly. 
um, to where I'd be like, oh, guys, I gotta, we gotta fucking sit down and watch this movie yeah. or anything like that. I don't, I don't see it as some historical thing either to me. This, yeah. this is to me again, uh, but I know a lot of people uh, loved this movie and st- will continue to love this movie. For sure. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's uh, on the list for me. Uh, yeah, I'd say no as well. Um, like you said, I, I for every, I wish every movie was. Uh, protected and and um uh remastered and everything mm-hmm. uh you know the fact that there are so many movies that have just been lost oh hi peanut, peanut. Uh, so many movies have just been lost because of uh you know they haven't taken care of negatives or anything mm-hmm. uh is is sad to me so i'm glad that this was um re- remastered and everything uh and protected by george lucas and all that um but yeah, I don't see myself ever recommending this to anyone, and I consider our list movies I would recommend to people. Uh, so I'm going to say no as well. All right. Yes. Yeah, so Putney Swope does not make it onto the KFR shelf, and not a little shelf boy with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. <laughs> uh, that brings us to our assignment for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my turn. Yes, sir. It's my turn. Yay. Um, I, I don't know why I'm acting shocked, because I knew that. <laughs> 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 I'm so proud. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, so I recently on my uh, Facebook memories had a uh, skit that was that popped up. Um, not that I made some, someone else had made it. Uh, that is a bunch of Denzel Washington characters oh. <laughs> playing poker with I each love, other. I love that skit so much. Honestly, it's the height of comedy. Everyone should just stop trying. 100 um, percent. But uh, that made me realize that I uh, have not seen John Q, and it's a movie that I've wanted to see for a very long time. Same. I'm very glad you picked it. Yes, and uh, so I am going to... Yeah, we're picking John Q. It's available on Tubi. Unfortunately, it's not really available anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can rent it if you don't want to watch ads or anything. Uh, But, yeah, it's... um, Yeah, it's it's on Tubi. (laughs) You're going to watch it with ads. Sorry, my lights just went off, and uh, I, do, I don't know why. Uh, I think Peanut stepped on the remote that controls no, the lights. Devious <laughs> yeah. woman. So anyway, John, John Q. John Quincy Archibald takes a hospital emergency room hostage when his insurance won't cover his son's heart transplant. It is directed by Nick Cassavetes, who is John Cassavetes' son, uh, mm-hmm. written by James Kearns, starring Denzel Washington, Robert Duvall, Gabriella Oltine, and Kimberly Elise. This is one of the characters that is included in that um, Denzel Washington poker skit. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, in my opinion, maybe not the best Denzel Washington impression, but his arc in that skit is the funniest. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, so I definitely I, know what I'm doing after this, though, for sure. I'm watching that fucking skit. It's a great <laughs> skit. Uh, but I, when this came out in 2002, I wanted to see it. I remember I was in California visiting my family, and no one else wanted to see it, so no one would take me to go see it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like opportunity missed. And it's I couldn't. Huge. I can't tell you why I've waited this long to watch it, but th- there we are. I feel like as far as most of the uh, Denzel movies that are on the radar this is sadly one of probably the lower ones as yeah. it's as it's been for me as well yeah i mean uh, it's it's but got, always wanted to get around to doing it's it it's got a very low critic uh, critic score mm-hmm. uh 30% meta, meta score and the, but the audience rating on imdb 7.1 out of 10 
So it's it's mixed. And honestly, with movies like this, I tend to lean with the audience. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to uh, we'll we'll make our uh, own opinions next week when we'll we watch it. John Q on Tubi. I know you do things your own way. Blood pressure is dropping fast. He's going into cardiac arrest. But I don't understand. Mike's heart is useless. He's going to need a transplant, or he's going to die. People make Mike so sick. Transplant surgery is very expensive. We got insurance. There are no provisions in your policy for a procedure of this magnitude. All right, you want money? I'll get you your money. We've recently switched carriers. We only give assistance to patients without coverage. I'm sorry, I can't help you. Have you tried Medicaid? No, you don't qualify. My son is dying. I'm broke. If I don't qualify, who the hell does? I've done everything I can do. I'm sorry. Please. They are releasing him. Uh, but that does it for this week thank you everyone for listening as always you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com on Instagram we are Keystone underscore film underscore review Twitter Keystone underscore film Facebook Keystone film review YouTube Keystone film review TikTok Keystone film review and on Letterboxd I am Mike KFR and I am Glenn KFR and that will do it until next week when we get our Denzel on and watch that skit. It's a great skit. I stand by it. I stand by it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. He deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, everybody. Bye bye.